0: Welcome back, and we are here with episode 20 of the Loyalist Podcast. Um, Sam, how's it going, man?
1: It's great. Um, can't believe we got to 20. Feels like somehow uh, that can't be true.
0: 20 is a big number. Um, I was talking to somebody about the podcast the other day, and he was like, you do it twice a week? And I'm like, yeah, I spend a lot of my time uh, getting this out there for you know, all our listeners everywhere from Egg Harbor to
1: Thailand. Yeah. It took a deep dive into the analytics before we started recording. So, um, you know, some very interesting feedback we're getting for, uh, from Spotify. So, you know, if you're from Thailand, reach out, we'd we'd like to have you on the pod. I'm sure we have a lot in common and a lot to discuss.
0: (laughs) I just want to know what it's like over there. So if you just want to chat, that's fine too. Um, no, but uh, we have an interesting match week ahead. um I've gone mobile today. I'm at the parents' house um I'm not sure if this will make it to YouTube, but um I've got some decoys behind me. My dad likes to collect ducks um as I've mentioned before on the podcast not really my not really my scene um but I love that for him um but I'm gonna be hitting up Atlantic City tonight, so hopefully that can uh. That can end well let's just say that and um take us into another winning week we are also to before to before you go there sam um since the week before last international break so i believe that's four match weeks ago we are up 3.5 units <laughs>
1: Listen, I hope you take those 3.5 units to Atlantic City tonight and uh, multiply it by a few. Um, what What's the game of choice that we're playing? What's the game plan?
0: Sam, you don't even have to ask that question, dude. You know I'll probably be disregarding <laughs> the my, I'll probably be disregarding my entire party and um, sitting at a blackjack table for four to five hours as long as I can maintain the cash that I'm bringing with me because definitely not getting more.
1: I love that for you. I love that for me. I love that for the listeners. Regardless of how it goes, we're gonna have content.
0: There's definitely gonna be an update to come um, one day. So, <laughs> how much I'm are you bringing for that? I'm bringing like two hundred. Just see where the night takes okay. me. Um, right. I'm trying to take it easy. It's the teachers' convention, you know. I'm not trying to go crazy. So, just you know, have the cash in my wallet see how i do if i don't do well i don't do well and that's all that's all i'll lose
1: okay that's respectable
0: we try to we try to be responsible here on the loyalist podcast we try but we try um all that aside um i'm not sure this episode will get out to you guys until tomorrow um when i can edit it together we're recording thursday morning um and it's before the Europa League matches. So sorry, Liverpool fans, we won't have an update for you on what happens there. Um, But Champions League was fun this week. Arsenal are one point away from qualifying for the knockout stage for the first time in like a decade. So.
1: Champions League's been fun. Uh, I feel like in my mind, Champions League used to be very defensive, cowardly football. Uh, It seems like this season it's the complete opposite. There's just chaos everywhere and goals everywhere. So I love that. Uh, My boy, my boy, Oli Giroud uh, got an awesome bucket uh, at age 37. He's scoring champions league goals and Ronaldo's like, I guess hired by the Saudi PR team just makes you think there's levels to this game. Giroud is a legend.
0: Um, If you don't know, he is the all time leading scorer for France and Bappe is probably going to catch him one day, but (laughs) That stat never fails to like blow my mind and just how good he's been for so long. I remember those um, years when he was with Bell Honda on Montpellier and I really wanted Bell Honda and then Arsenal bought Giroud Um, and we can, we don't have to rewrite history. He missed a lot of sitters for us. Um, there, There are some compilations online that make the round probably about once every year. Um, that it's like, look how good Ozo was. And it's just more so a compilation of uh, Giroud missing chances. But since that tenure, he has been unbelievable at every stop. He's been great at Chelsea, great at Milan. And he's one of my favorite players to still follow.
1: I mean, he's just offensively handsome, uh, offensively good at football. Uh, everything I wish I could have been if I was a professional footballer. Uh, and he also just him and Christian Pulisic are boys so you know that makes me happy too.
0: Um do you want to head into the match
1: week? Let's do um, it. So shout out United.
0: Shout out United. United lost um 4 to 3 to Copenhagen. Um tough one. Tough one for our friends that are United fans. I I don't know. I don't know where that club's going right now directionally but it's all on the Glazers, unfortunately. Sucks. Really sucks. But Luton are coming to town. And <laughs> um, Sam and I were talking pre-pod on like how you just got to get as much value as you can when good teams are playing against bad teams. Um, so we have Brighton against Sheffield. We'll talk about that. Arsenal against Burnley. Um, but we will not be betting on United this week. It's this, they're in a downward spiral, and we have no reason to be a
1: part of that. I just have better things to do with my life than be a part of that nonsense. Um, You you know, we talk about toxic relationships, but was I watching United?
0: Will you be watching this game?
1: Oh, yeah, I will. Um, Unfortunately, (laughs) I will. Uh, I think it's my turn at this point. Uh, I gave them to you twice, uh, and I think twice is enough. Um, You know, and I, I enjoy a good hate watch every once in a while, and then I get credit. And I can complain about having to watch them, to you? So uh, to me, that's a win all around.
0: I don't – it's not fair for me to say I, you gave them to me twice when one of them was the Manchester Derby.
1: Um, no, well, it's fine.
0: But we we appreciate your service, Sam. You're doing the Lord's work <laughs> uh, week in and week out for this podcast. So you don't get enough credit for that. Um, we start actually with Wolves hosting Tottenham in Wolverhampton uh, Saturday, 7.30 Eastern with the early game, um, could be, uh, could be more of a letdown spot for Tottenham. Um, despite the big loss to Chelsea, uh, they are looking thin, man.
1: Yeah. Um, we know Van der Van's going to be out. Uh, I haven't seen a Madison update. Um, seems like he's trending towards not playing though. Uh, it is strange, though, because he's in the England squad. So if he's fit for England, then he's probably fit enough to play in this game. Uh, but rumors were he's not supposed to be. So I, I don't know what to think. Um, I think Madison, if they don't play, I think Wolves could really cause problems for Spurs. I just feel like Madison is so important to what they want to do. Um, and Van ven has been really good, so he's going to be a huge miss for them as well.
0: Uh, So Southgate said in a quote after the squad was released, "Um, I don't really know who will be available. You'd be amazed at how complicated it is picking a squad because all clubs are, of course, sensitive to information um, and you're trying to piece everything together. So I couldn't be certain that everybody that is in the squad will be there on Sunday night when the squad reports for duty, varying levels of doubt. With that, Callum is probably the biggest level of doubt, Callum Wilson. But equally, I'm pretty confident that the others can get through, and they're all keen to be in the squad, so that's a really good sign. Um, So I guess Tottenham fans are taking that with positivity. Um, I don't know. The injury didn't look good. It was non-contact. And I would – I'd be surprised if he plays in this game. Um, But we know Van de Ven is not playing. um, And Romero is not playing. So at the very least, their center backs are out – And Wolves are just frisky and they're plus 200 at home, small dogs at home. Um, And Tottenham are plus 115 and them being plus money just feels like a rat right there on the floor. Need an exterminator and it's us.
1: Yeah, uh, I I totally agree. I I think Wolves will probably be the side. Um, And, Spurs, while I thought they played well down nine men, I just think you're missing your two center backs and probably your most important creative player. Like that's just a lot to overcome. And and Wolves are legit. Like we've, that's my biggest takeaway from this season so far is Wolves' attack is very much real. Um, Wang Neto, are that's a really prolific strike combination. Um, so I expect them to cause a lot of problems with Eric Dyer being the go-to guy in the back for Spurs. Yeah, uh,
0: I like Wolves in the spot a lot. Um, so we'll see if we can invest in that when our picks come later in the, later in the pod. Um, Manchester United hosting Luton Town at Old Trafford. Uh, United are about minus 330, I believe. Um, Luton are plus 850 or something like that. Um, well, United were dominated by Burnley and Luton have been frisky. What do you think? Is there any chance Luton get a point out of this game?
1: There's a chance they get a point. Um, I mean, I think Luton stink. It's been well-documented how I feel about Luton overall. Uh, but United just don't deserve to be minus 330 against anybody right now. Um, they're just, they are just haven't played well, um, and nothing about them inspires confidence for me. Uh, so I definitely think there's a chance Luton gets something from this game. Uh, I feel like if Luton does get something from this game, then like Eric Ten Hag out is going to be it's going to be hot in the streets. Um I feel like he's probably getting bailed out in Champions League that loss just because that red card on Rashford was pretty brutal. Um So I think a lot of fans and the board would probably not give him too much shit for that. But I would think if they don't win this game, there's going to be a lot of pressure internally and externally.
0: Definitely. Um, I wonder if you can check um, while we're we're talking about the next game um, if you can find the odds on Luton plus one and a half. Um, I'm not saying that to be funny. I'm only saying that because if I'm looking at United's recent Premier League history, they beat Fulham by one. Uh, They beat Sheffield by one, who is just as bad as Luton. They beat Brentford by one, and they lost to Palace by one. They lost to City by three, um, and they beat Burnley by one, who's almost as bad as Luton, and they lost to Brighton by three. So they've either lost or only won by one goal. So if you can find Luton plus one and a half, I feel like that's good value um, if it's plus money. Uh, the public money is always going to be on United because it's such a big fan base, but with how poor they've been and what these odds are giving us in a time where it doesn't feel like there's any momentum coming United's way, especially with the midweek result against Copenhagen. I feel like I like Luton to at least keep this one close and maybe they'll make us eat our words, but I I don't think that's a dumb bet. Um, any luck on that or no, I can move. Up to
1: I the don't hate, I don't hate that at all. So, I I don't think FanDuel will offer that, actually. I think they'll only offer minus money. So I'd have to check a different app, um, which we will do. I, I will continue to do while we move into the next game.
0: All right. So Arsenal host Burnley. Um, this is a great spot for Arsenal. Uh, they were absolutely dominant against Sevilla midweek in the Champions League at the Emirates. Um, and they get to stay home for this one uh Sevilla who is a far superior side to Burnley um they were 0.02 expected goals that's how many chances they created um in the entire game against Arsenal this defense is clicking on all cylinders um and even I was surprised that that was the amount of uh expected goals against Arsenal with Sinchenko coming on in the second half but that's how confident Arteta was um and I heard an interview uh it was translated from Brazilian but um Martinelli was asked about, like, his performance because him and Saka both finally looked electric against uh, Sevilla. And Martinelli said to the reporter that uh, Arteta said him and Saka both need to be much more direct. Um, So that makes a lot of sense um, because they just both looked much more like the players they looked last season. Um, And I'm encouraged, uh, especially against a side as poor as Burnley. And Burnley don't like to not have the ball and there's no chance that um, they have more of the ball against this Arsenal team. So objectively, I think minus one and a half is a good pick, and I think minus two and a half might even be a good pick considering how they were able to dominate Bournemouth a couple weeks ago. Um, so we'll look into that. Sam finally found uh, Lewin plus
1: one and a half. It is minus 120 on DraftKings Sportsbook.
0: What do you, what do you think about that?
1: I I mean I like it. I, I think I think United aren't that good. I think they're wildly overpriced. Uh, I feel like you're even getting, even giving them a cushion to win, which I think they probably could end up winning this game. But uh, haven't really done anything to inspire me. So I think plus one and a half, minus one twenty is pretty good bet. So I would, I'd feel pretty good about that.
0: All right, we'll we'll consider that later. Um, okay. So. Yeah, Arsenal, Burnley. Any any other notes on this?
1: Uh, I just think think it's going to be big trouble for Burnley. I think they could take a hard look in the mirror during this international break if they kind of get trounced because I think it's going to be getting late early for them. Um, I hope it doesn't. Ivory, company's manager, feel like he hasn't had resources to spend. That team is poor. Um, But it could be a situation where, you know, you got to try something. Like Big Sam. Seems like a big time, big Sam spot.
0: That's a good call. Um, <laughs> that's a really good call. Um, but I don't expect them to create many chances against Arsenal. I don't even ex- like. I don't see a chance that they're frisky in this game. I'd be surprised if they're able to score one because it seems like Arsenal finally nicked in the bud the um, curse of not being able to keep a clean sheet at home. They've done so um, very well in the last couple months so I'm excited uh, for three points for the Gunners knock on wood but I don't see them having a problem with Burnley next up we have another one at 10 a.m tomorrow or sorry um, tomorrow for the listeners Uh, Crystal Palace hosting Everton in an interesting interesting spot um, for both sides Uh, Crystal Palace just coming off of a win against Burnley Last week, 2-0 in a game that we both said we wish we took Palace in, um, but we don't really rate Palace on this podcast, and Everton are plus 200 away.
1: Yeah, I mean, I saw. I think the same thing. I think Everton are very scrappy in this game. I think it's a game that's going to suit them really well. Um, I think they're playing like a top 10 side to me. Uh, their results don't reflect that, but I feel like they're trending upwards, um, and Sure, they they drew with that Brighton side and felt like they were kind of dominated in that game. But I feel like if they don't score score early, they're more involved in that game instead of defending the lead. Uh, you know, Everton, I, I would like them in that spot plus two hundred.
0: Yeah, we'll take a look at that one. Um, maybe we'll bring maybe we'll revive the sprinkle this week in some some capacity. I'm not sure, um, but. They uh, they've been playing good football in the last couple of weeks and um, they don- haven't gotten any credit in the English media. Shocker, but Sean Dex has got the guys clicking um, and I think we're like becoming an Everton podcast slowly. By the end of this season, we're probably just going to have toffee shirts on.
1: They've worked hard to convert us. Uh, definitely was a hater going into the season, but I just need more Ashley Young in my life. So maybe Ashley
0: Young yellow is a pick this
1: week. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um we'll have to pull that one up um bournemouth hosting newcastle in the 12 30 game um newcastle are minus 150 i don't like anything about this game it could be a stay away uh i think it's definitely smells like letdown spot for newcastle side that just beat one of the two or three best teams in the league in arsenal um fraudulently but you also don't want to touch Bournemouth because they have the ability to totally capitulate in a game. So uh, this feels like a stay away to me, maybe an under at best.
1: Yeah. I feel like Newcastle um, sneaky have been trending downwards. Um, you know, their past, their past few results uh, lost to Dortmund one, uh, draw to wolves where they had a very shady penalty given to them. Uh, they beat United EFL Cup. Does that, does that mean anything? No. Uh, they beat Arsenal 1-0. Fraudulent goal. And then they lost 2 nothing midweek to Dortmund. Um, just feel like right when we started to praise Newcastle, Isaac gets hurt, and suddenly it's a different team. Um, don't like them in this spot. I would be very worried about them. Uh, Bournemouth kind of playing decent ball. Yeah.
0: Uh nothing in what you just said um that I disagree with. I think this is a rough spot for Newcastle, especially on the road. Um and after what they just pulled off uh against Arsenal, I would love the Cherries to um ruin their day, honestly. So um excited to watch that one at twelve thirty as the standalone game. Um and then we move on to Sunday. Uh Aston Villa Back at their fortress at Villa Park uh, against a Fulham side that we don't rate at all. So uh, Villa are minus 170, and I think that's a really good pick.
1: Yeah, I mean, Fulham just haven't delivered. So uh, until they start delivering, I'm going to continue to fade them. Um, it, it's tough. I mean, we, me especially, I was kind of – really jacked up about Fulham's transfer window I really rated it, thought they'd get it together Uh, but they just haven't looked good every time I watch them it just seems really disjointed Um, just seems like their team has no direction, like I I couldn't even tell you what kind of style they want to play and that's not good when you've watched as many games as I've been watching so uh, Villa have been good Uh, obviously a hiccup last match week but them at home, they've looked really good, and Unai has them playing pretty good ball. Ali um, Watkins getting a call-up to the England squad. Uh, he's still dead to us, but could see him definitely taking advantage of this matchup.
0: Yeah, uh, just a good spot for Villa. Um, I think they're 12 straight wins at home. Um, Emery has really made that place a fortress, so I don't have any reason to not take them here. Um yeah, I don't know. No other notes, really, That besides that Fulham just haven't been good. Their best result of the season is stealing a point from Arsenal. Um, I feel like it's weird. We haven't gotten really anything from Jimenez, and we liked that signing.
1: Yeah, um, that one's perplexing to me as well. I mean, he, he's been so good. He was so good in that Wolves team for so long, and I actually like liked that move for them. Um, but he's really disappointed. Yeah,
0: I... I I think it's one of the more underwhelming arrivals um, from the summer. Um, but I don't see any reason not to take Villa there. Uh, we'll, our, our picks will reflect that. We like them a lot in this spot. So, um, you know, we'll get onto that soon. Brighton hosting Sheffield in a game I feel exactly how I feel about, Arsenal Burnley. Like, you just have to take the value, uh, whatever it is, when you play against – when you have a good quality side, well-coached, good um, talented players that is crazy if you guys just heard a knock in the background there a bird just flew straight into the um, glass window so (laughs) rest in peace thoughts and prayers um
1: oh it's fantastic (laughs)
0: um but you have to take the value when you have a team like arsenal or brighton um, in that top five at least teams that we really respect playing against those terrible bottom three teams uh, with Sheffield, Burnley, Luton. And I think that's just, you can't afford uh, when you're, you know, taking picks, gambling as much uh, as we are for each match week. Uh, you can't afford to not take these teams in these spots. And Brighton at home um, in a get back spot, this, this is a perfect one to throw
1: into any parlay. Yeah. Um, th- that's the thing. I feel like Brighton, even though the result was 1 1. Really, that game was almost a training exercise for them against Everton. Um, They were down 1-0, chasing a goal the whole time. They played really good ball. Um, To me, a team like that, coming off a draw when they play well, that just screams that this is going to be a lash-out spot for them where they dominate. Uh, For the listeners, Jake muted his mic and just was sneezing aggressively. So uh, he's playing hurt. Absolute king.
0: Hey, at least I knew when to mute the mic. Um, Professional. Proud of myself for that one. Uh, Shout out to our producer. Listen, the allergies continue to get the best of me. Um, <laughs> I try not to sniffle these entire recordings, but it's a perennial um, difficult thing that I deal with. And it's time to just go see an allergist. I said this two months ago, and I still haven't. Um, but I, I need to get plucked. I need to figure out what's wrong with me. Um, I need to get the required and requisite medic medication and be an adult about this because it affects like every day like it it is really like the worst
1: there's nothing more like than being adult just having a glaring problem with your health and just pretending like it's fine and just continuing on with your life um i i say i'm allergic to peanuts i've never been tested for it it's just i get violently ill whenever i eat them will i ever go to a doctor for it who knows maybe maybe not definitely not that's just been a,
0: a big character trait for you for the longest time. I just assumed it was confirmed.
1: Yeah, you would think. You, It's crazy. It's not. <laughs>
0: oh, man. And that was health corner. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so then we got uh, hashtag fade West Ham against Forrest in another, like, really gross line from Vegas because Vegas and me are in lockstep with this West Ham team. Yeah. Um, <laughs> They freaking stink, and they know it too. And Nottingham Forest can tend to be uh, you know, slimy and eke out results all the time um, against better sides. Moyes is probably out soon, and West Ham are minus 110 in a spot that they're just like, look, it's West Ham against Nottingham Forest. You should take them minus 110. It's like even money. Why not? We're not going to do that because West Ham suck, and we know it, um, and we're just waiting for their
1: owners to know it too. <laughs> Yeah, Jake, you've been pounding the table for this one. Um, Got to agree with you. There's, it's unfortunate. Really like the team, like a lot of the players on the team, and there are moments when it looks so good, and then there are moments where it just looks absolutely diabolical. Um, yeah, I'll stay away from this one. I, I don't trust Forest either. I, I think they're good. Like Forest are fine, um, but just Anthony Alonga, But no, thanks. It's just not for me.
0: Are you forgetting about Cameron Archer? No. Is he on Sheffield? Yep. Okay. Moving <laughs> on. <laughs> um, yeah, man. West Ham stink. Uh, I don't see them getting a result here. Um, good for them if they do, but I think it's time for a change of scenery um, with the manager. Um, I just really like their side, and I can't believe how poor they've been. Uh, they Still have yet to get a win against yeah. uh, a team not named Luton or, or Sheffield, right? And now two and a half months. So I'm going to continue to say it until they can prove me wrong. Uh, they're, they're just kind of losers. Maybe Declan Rice was worth $100
1: million. Deck has been shockingly good. Um, I definitely was a hater when the transfer happened initially. Uh, still a hater at that price tag. Um, but he's been so much better than I thought he could be. Um, truly was not familiar with his game. Um, which is strange because I still like West Ham squad, even without him. So how much could they possibly be underperforming if they still have relatively the same squad without Kudus and James Ward Prowse and they had Declan Rice and they were still that bad last season? Like, how is that possible?
0: Um, do you remember where they finished I'm pulling it up
1: now? I don't know where they finished. I know they won the Conference League. Um, Happy then for they were make, making jokes about the European uh, trophy. Um think that's joke enough, making a joke about that. Um, but not sure where they finished. They were out of the top they, 10. I know that. They, they were finished, in the relegation scrap.
0: They finished in 14th. They had um, more losses than... Everybody except Bournemouth, Leicester, Leeds, and Southampton. Um, wow. Forgot they were that bad. Um, so I don't know why Moyes is still there now that I think about it. Um, I I thought it was because in the back of my mind, for some reason, I recalled them doing better than that last season. But if they're performing like this, how does he still have a job?
1: I don't know. That math does not add up for me either. Um, shocking. Truly shocking.
0: Whatever. Not our problem. Um, and then we got Liverpool hosting My B's uh, Sunday at 9 a.m. Um, my bees. <laughs> listen, I am all aboard the Brentford bandwagon. Um, and this, it looks like Vegas is not because... These odds smell like Liverpool. Are definitely gonna take care of business. I don't know how many goals they'll win by, but they're giving you no value um, with Brentford's upward tick. Um, they're plus six fifty in like a game. I feel like they deserve to be, have um, better, like shorter odds than that. So mm-hmm. I just feel like that just tells me it's gonna be all Liverpool.
1: Yeah, it could be. Um, I mean, I'm assuming Klopp is not gonna take it easy on them. Uh, after drawing with Luton, um, just not, not going to get it done in this league drawing against them. So I imagine that this is a, a big time, like revenge spot for Liverpool um, just because, you know, just drawing Luton can't imagine that Jurgen is thrilled about that. Uh, so I definitely would expect them to take care of business going into the international break. Um, but Brentford have been good. So it could be spicy. Uh, just, just, wouldn't want to put money on either side.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. I'm just so dubious of betting against my B's that I feel like although Liverpool have some value in minus two eighty, that like it's gonna be hard for me to throw them into a parlay just because Brentford actually have shown quality. Like the jokes aside, they've been good.
1: You saying my bees is just jarring. What a what an absolute heel turn from you. Um I'm
0: just I feel like that was such a sharp pick by me last week that I have to, I have to support them. Um, and that's fair. The marquee game of the weekend. Uh, if you can call it that Chelsea host man city at Stamford bridge, uh, Sunday in the later game at 1130. Um, just kind of a weird spot. Uh, they're giving you basically the same odds that they gave you, uh, with man United hosting city. Um, it's City to like minus 150 range and Chelsea are like plus 300 range. Um, so it kind of scared me in the Manchester derby, but it doesn't really scare me here um, despite us adding it during the Manchester derby. Like we we knew they'd win. Um, I think it just tells me that they're going to give you that against public teams and I think you have to take the value.
1: Uh, I think that... Chelsea are in deep, deep shit in this game. We <laughs> um, <laughs> were... My phone, absol- sorry, guys. <laughs> City were absolutely stunning uh, in their Champions League game. Uh, they gave up .00 expected goals against young boys. Uh, that's fucking crazy. Um, that is very difficult to do. Um, and if they're giving up zero expected goals, then I don't expect Nico Jackson to get on the score sheet. Uh, and I imagine he'll be starting because... That's what they keep doing. Uh, him coming off a hat trick that's completely fraudulent in that game against Spurs. I think City win this game large. Something
0: to monitor, though, in Kunku is coming back. I didn't know it was this quick. Um, there was an article this week that they didn't want to uh, risk it and putting put him back in such a big spot uh, against Man City. But he is actually coming soon, and I'm honestly really excited to just watch him in the Prem. Um, it doesn't, I haven't seen enough of him to, nor do I like believe enough in players that come from Bundesliga to warrant the fact that he's like the fifth most valuable guy on transfer market for the whole premier league. Um, so I really want to see it. Uh, I don't doubt that he's, you know, a good player, a great player. I just want to see it in the prem. Um, hopefully the Chelsea curse of number nines doesn't affect him too heavily, um, because I feel like he's got really high potential. Um, and I would just, I'm excited to see how he fares against Premier League defenses. Um, so that's exciting news coming up, but not until probably after this international break.
1: Yeah, I was just trying to find that. I thought Fabrizio had tweeted something about him coming back, but I didn't find it just now. So, um, yeah, Chelsea need different options. I think this game will show that. Uh, something to monitor is. You know, they Chelsea did have some success against Arsenal. I do think that result's pretty fraudulent, the two goals that they scored. And I think if they don't get a penalty, they will struggle to score. But they did execute uh, front press pretty impressively. And City obviously are a team that enjoys having possessions similar to Arsenal. Um, so that's something to monitor. But I, I still would like City in this game. I just I, I just think Chelsea are so, so fraudulent. Uh really don't think any of their midfield will touch Rodri or Bernardo Silva this entire match.
0: I agree with you. Um, so I'm excited for that one. Uh, I don't. I just think City are just still a touch better than Arsenal, and I don't think Chelsea shenanigans, especially after they pulled their you know tricks out of the hat uh, against Arsenal, they don't really have anything that Pep won't have seen in film. You know what I mean? So anything right. that Arsenal were shocked by, Pep is going to know how to. Um, nullify pretty easily and i'm sure they'll execute that to perfection because they're the best team on earth um let's get into the picks so i feel like we have the opportunity this week to be cute or to play it safe and i'd much rather play it safe um i've been looking at a lot of things but i know one thing arsenal parlayed with brighton both to win Um, arsenal hosting burnley like we said and brighton hosting sheffield just taking that value is around minus 223, and even if we don't go large on that, I would just like to include those in most of our picks. Um, I'll propose the first one. I just have those two, and then Aston Villa uh, hosting Fulham. I feel like Aston Villa minus 170 is value you have to take, but I also don't see any you know, sliminess in that. I think it's kind of the right number uh, because people still aren't aware of, as we weren't, uh, to, you know, to our credit, or to, not to our credit, I don't, I don't know how to say that, um, <laughs> but people aren't aware of how much of a fortress uh, Villa Park is, but and people aren't aware of how much worse Fulham have been than Villa, so I think that's value you got to take. So those three, Arsenal, Brighton, Villa, Moneyline, Parlay, it is plus 127. I'd like to nominate that one.
1: I like that a lot. Okay. Yeah, I would take that one. Um, I would like to nominate Wolves Spurs. Parlayed with Villa money line that's plus one fifty two. Um Wolves Spurs, Spurs? Over two and a half is minus one seventy. Uh, so they both are minus one seventy. So parlaying them together is plus one fifty two. Um, Parlay
0: with Villa again. Yeah. Okay.
1: You want to uh, add Ollie
0: Watkins to score on that? <laughs>
1: Guys, dead to me. Guys, absolutely dead to me. Deep cut. Um, I just think, you know what, we can we can stay off that one if you want because we have Villa and the other and the other. Um,
0: we can put it as a maybe for right now.
1: Okay. Um, um go what's ahead. Your next one. Right.
0: I'm pulling mine up. What's your next one?
1: Okay. Um, uh, my next one is just. Crudely copying what you said earlier, I have Arsenal alt spread minus one and a half, minus one eighty four parlayed with Brighton money line minus four forty, and that is minus one twelve. Um, so we can just can nominate. Have,
0: do you think Brighton or Sheffield keep, keeps Brighton within two goals? What if we just did the same thing and improve, improve the value?
1: Um, I don't know. I feel like minus one twelve is good enough. I don't mind it. Just, I feel like minus one twelve is fine. I feel like All we right. don't. I don't love it, but I feel like minus one and a half is just asking a lot of Brighton. When we can, okay. minus one twelve is fine. Um, right. I don't mind that. And then my last one that I will nominate is Brighton money line, city money line, and that is plus one thirteen. I, I just like Brighton this weekend. If you guys can't figure that out, um, I just feel like. I, I watched the Everton game. They played really well, uh, and they'll be really pissed off that they only got a draw on that game. Um, so I expect them to continue to play well, but the results to dictate that they played well.
0: I like that one. Um, good with that. I think we got to keep taking this value. Um, what about... Hear me out. Bournemouth, Newcastle. At Bournemouth, under 3.5. Parlayed with... United, Luton, under three and a half. I love it. Plus 136. Oh, my God. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. Please. We've been loving those under three and a halves, um, especially with United and especially with those shitty teams. And Newcastle just tend to score and sit back, especially um, Yeah, now they're on the road to Bournemouth. So I don't see them routing them, um, but I don't see there being more than three goals. So I think I like that a lot. Um, so – that's Newcastle Bournemouth under three and a half, parlay with United Luton under three and a half. Um, and then, do you, what do we have there? How many is that? We have Arsenal, Brighton, City, or sorry, Arsenal, Brighton, uh, Villa. That's one. Um, we have Brighton, City. That's two. Uh, we have that under, I just said, is three. What am I missing?
1: I had said that Arsenal alt spread minus one and a half.
0: Oh yeah. And we'll we'll do that. So we have Arsenal and Brighton again on that. So that's four. So we need a fifth or we need two units on one of those. <laughs> I'm down oh, for man. two units. I'm down for two units on either the Arsenal minus one and a half and Brighton. I like, we can do two units on that.
1: Okay. Or I, I like that. Go ahead.
0: What about the hatred sprinkle? The sprinkle of hate, if you will. Um, I I don't know if you're interested, 0.25 units, quarter of a unit, maybe a $10 spot. But you take Luton Moneyline at Old Trafford, miracles can happen, parlaying <laughs> with Wolves, plus 230, and it's over 30 to 1. So that would be, if we hit that with um, a quarter unit, that would be, plus no if we hit it with a third of a unit that would be plus 10 units
1: oh man um are you ready to bring back the sprinkle
0: no i mean i don't we said we like to be responsible on this podcast and it's an irresponsible call
1: um, you you did say that very recently
0: so maybe we maybe we keep it keep it quiet but i just think the last time i mentioned the spring the sprinkle back it hit so Maybe I'm just manifesting this. We don't have to give it out, but maybe I'm just manifesting
1: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Um, why don't we just take Wolves? Okay. We can just take Wolves,
0: put a unit on Wolves, plus 230. I don't hate it at all because it's a tough spot for a ton them. They're plus money. That's crazy.
1: Big, big plus money for a Wolves team that I very much feel like can win that game. What's double chance? Can you look that up? Yes. I feel like that's actually a pretty good bet. Um, Because then you could root for the draw also. Um, Wolves and draw is minus 145. Ooh. Why don't we just pair that with Brighton?
0: Or City and draw?
1: Or City and draw. I like that. We can do a little double chance parlay. That's a good look. City and draw...
0: Both those together is minus 103. Oh
1: my God. That's our last pick. Absolutely. Okay. Love that.
0: Wolves and draw, city and draw.
1: Minus 103. Oh man, I'm ready. I'm so ready.
0: Let's go 5 0. Let's let let's just go 5 0. And and, Someone's got to do it. And be up a lot of units. Um, like I said, over a month now that we're up three and a half units um, cumulatively. Um, so, listen, Taylor fade, but the Loyalist fade is pretty much dead at this point.
1: I'd hate to be a hater. Um, Just a terrible spot to be. I'm just constantly taking L's. Except last, last week,
0: we lost. Last thing is, we mentioned earlier, Luton plus one and a half, or Everton plus 200. Either of those that you want to look at or now, Like what we have.
1: Oh, I like both of those. Um, do we just do seven picks this weekend? I don't know about that. <laughs> um, wh- which do you like better, out of mm. what do you like better, Everton or Luton?
0: I like Everton better.
1: Okay, you? I I tend to agree. I like Everton. Okay. So we can we can do six picks if you want.
0: All right, screw it.
1: Um,
0: if we go even, we go even. But I like Everton there.
1: Okay. We, get, we have a lot of plus money if we go even, so I, yeah. I don't hate it. All right,
0: so let's just do Everton straight up.
1: Okay. All
0: right, so we'll tweet those out um, on our Twitter at the Loyalist Podcast. Uh, or at the Loyalist Pod, sorry. And um, you'll have them well in advance of this weekend's um, games starting at 730 on Saturday. So that's all I got. You, Sam?
1: That's all I got. Um, Thank you to everyone who's listening. Uh, Our numbers continue to grow, which is very cool. Uh, We love to see that. So thank you, everyone that continues to listen.
0: Seriously, and welcome to the new listeners. Um, If you came and stayed after uh, hearing our interview with Jamie, um, share with your friends uh, if you're enjoying. And um, we'll continue to get out consistent content and still waiting for some... Feedback or suggestions on our next international break that is approaching so soon?
1: Oh, devastating. Hate a bad international break. Ugh. Coming up next
0: on Monday, uh, the review of my weekend in, or my night in Atlantic City, uh, <laughs> followed by a review of match week or recap of match week 12. We are almost a third of the way through this season. Crazy.
1: I can't wait for our uh, for us to revisit our preseason predictions. It's going to be a lot of uh, self hate and self loathing, but it's it's rapidly approaching. We've got. I feel like since we've started the podcast, we've got a lot of things right. Uh, in preseason, we got a lot of things wrong,
0: except Luan staying up because I still
1: believe. <laughs> shot shot it up. All right, at some point we're going to have to pick one of these relegation teams to bet on uh, to stay up. And it's not going to be I wanted Luton.
0: to pick Luton, dude. You just are no, a hater.
1: No, no, we're not. <laughs> we're not doing that.
0: No. We'll think about it. I just don't think any of the other teams have value. And it's funny that Luton are still in 17th. Um, Kenilworth Road's here to stay. That's all I got to say. Planned my flag.
1: Yeah. You want Kenilworth Road to stay, but you want better VAR. You think they're getting goal line technology there? Or pitch line technology? They already have Something goal line.
0: Something to monitor something to
1: monitor <laughs> something to monitor good i like that
0: but uh i think that's all we got this week um so taylor fade at your own risk um but i think i think we got another winning week coming i would definitely i'll definitely tell these so uh i can't wait we're seeing the board and we'll catch you guys on monday
1: the time is now